Cool. So hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forever Sports Podcast for our first ever football episode. And I'm being joined today by members of the MUFC Fanboys, a um, Manchester United supporters group, which started with a lot of guys in South Africa, and now everybody seems to be jumping ship. Um, Four guys at the bottom is um, enjoying the English summer, while the rest of us, as you can see, are all in jerseys. And I don't know what it's like in Cape Town, but Johannesburg is cut cold at the moment. Um, but first of all, chaps, thank you very much for joining in. And... Um, Obviously, we need to uh, rethink our Sundays if we all seem to have too much time to watch football on a podcast. But, uh, yeah, so Chelsea dropping points last night. Let's start with that. Did everybody catch the game? I didn't watch the game. I did watch the highlights this morning. It was it was good entertainment. But, yeah, so you guys take it away with what happened. Yeah, I just saw what was posted on the group. I'm out. Come now, you've got to be invested in our top four, in our top four position. You can't I just watch our games. You have to watch the other games. The, the, the pubs were open in the UK. Me, I actually can't even remember what I did earlier. I've been up since like what four o'clock this morning for UFC, so I'm half asleep still. Um, actually, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. I know that I wasn't there. I know I didn't watch. I know I tracked a little bit, and I know I'm so pissed off that we dropped two points off at Spurs. So I'm out. I was about to say every single time Chelsea <laughs> or Leicester drop points, we just hear the same thing from Gavin. I can't believe we dropped two exactly. points Spurs. Because we did. Because we did. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, when, when, when you look at the fact that we conceded one of the easiest goals of the entire season against Spurs, I think it is quite a quite a frustrating thing. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we should have won that game if 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 David de Gea had just done a decent save. Oh, in other words, a stock standard if save. Rashford tracked back no? and Maguire just didn't get dusted. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Let's not go down a dark path. We don't want to talk about the fact that Mourinho <laughs> didn't get a shot on target against Bournemouth that scored against us. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, he's turning Kane into a good centre midfield. So I actually, surely Kane leaves this summer. Like, if, How does if, he stay? Yeah, if, easy, easy, if, easy. if Mourinho stays, surely he goes. It's not even so much that. It's, it's more Spurs at the moment. They're not likely to even make Europa. I honestly don't see them making Europa. I mean, Sheffield, Wolves, and probably Arsenal will make it before them. So, no, as Spurs, you know, you've got a whole bunch of, you've got a whole bunch of players some really, really good players, and you're not going to even have any form of European football next season. Why on earth would Kane stay? Why on earth would Ali stay? Why on earth would half these players stay? I'd leave. Mm. Son must go. Levy will play hard to get with all of them, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's true. No one wants to deal with Levy. No one does. But the thing is, I, th- I honestly think at the end of the season, they're going to see, okay, we just missed out on Europa. Jose has to go. Or we're going to lose like half our playing staff. What's it going to be? Cheers, Jose. I mean, surely, surely, as 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 Spurs, I mean, somebody like Mourinho, he's not going to care if somebody wants to go. But but I reckon there could be quite a lot of swap deals to be done. And like p- places like Real Madrid, who are trying to offload like a James Rodriguez, surely they can start thinking, well, you know, we could bring in the Son or we can bring in a Kane and give them James and a bit of cash. I mean, I reckon there are big player swaps to happen at Spurs because if they do say we're going to back Mourinho as Kane, who wants to break goal scoring records and stuff like that, you know, you're not going to break twenty goals next season. But you know, yeah, so I think yeah, you know, I, I, I don't care what happens at first. To be honest, I'm, I'm until they get a decent manager, I'm, I'm boycotting watching them. Because it I mean, looks, it reminds I, me. I've been, watch, I've been watching them. It just reminds me of when we had a Mourinho at United. It's just, it's, there's no shots, yeah. there's no creativity. It's just horrible to and watch. And you just know it's not going to get better. That's the thing, the biggest problem. Mm. You know, it's not like a, oh well, he hasn't had a transfer window. If he has a transfer window, he's going to bring players that will suit his system, and nothing's going to change. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. When did he, Levi's when not going to spend that much money. Well, he had January, but he, he, has, he hasn't had a full summer transfer yeah. yet. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he bought Bergwijn in, um, in January, but that's it, I think. 
Um, but I mean, think of the clubs that Mourinho's been at, though. I mean, he's been at look at Chelsea's Chelsea support. Now Chelsea went and put big funds into his teams. Great. He then went on to Real Madrid again, put big funds into his teams. Then goes on to Man United, goes and spends big again on United. He's not going to be able to do that, I suppose, because Levi's not going to do that. Mm. That's it. I think so, I don't see how Mourinho gets. The quality's there. They should be playing much better than they are. It's not have a shot. Yeah. Does it not have a shot against Bournemouth? I, I mean, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same squad minus Ericsson that made the Champions League final, and they didn't make it because of like it wasn't a fluke that they got to their final. I mean, there was a couple of contentious decisions in that City semi-final, but they scored goals and they outclassed a lot of play, a lot of teams. And it's that same team can't get a shot on target against Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you guys think Pochi sitting there watching us got either being pissed off or actually thinking, "Oh fuck you guys, see what happens when you let go of me." Probably. I think Pochi's sitting there smiling. Yeah, but I think, I think he's he going, is he's going to be his, his dynasty has been taken apart, but at the same time, he is going, well, it just makes me look really good, doesn't it? Mm. Not only that, I think I think Poch is smiling right now, thinking, you know, if, if it comes to the end of the season and Spurs are not, as I say, in, in any decent position, which I doubt they will be, Mourinho is probably the first person to actually go. And quite frankly, as Spurs and Levi, yeah, you're going to have to suck up your pride, I think, and say, well, we need a manager now who's going to take us to that next level again. Who's it going to be? Well, the best manager on the market still is Pochettino. So bring do they back. go and get and bring him back? You know, it's <laughs> it's a real interesting decision. Okay, well let's let's, legacy, let's let's move away from Spurs, seeing as this is supposed to be a chat with the MEC fanboys, well, not the Spurs we, fanboys. We are we are supporting them a little later though. I am. Oh no, I haven't. I don't care what Spurs unless unless we're challenging them for the title race. I will always support them when it comes to North London derby. Oh, yeah, hundred you know, percent. Oh, it's like a big Spurs. game actually Nick, later today. And that whoever wins that probably ends ahead of the other one. I reckon Spurs win exactly. It's, it'll be so What's Mourinho to win this win? game. I know, because Mourinho loves doing that. He has a bad, 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 bad run of games the whole time. And then he decides when everyone's on his back, he goes and wins a game like 1-0. And then he goes and says, and he goes and push, shushes awesome, the cameras awesome. and stuff like that. And then, and then he'll lose, and then he'll lose against, like, buddy, who do they play next? Some small club, and they'll lose against they'll them. Lose. So, it's typical so Mourinho. If you, put, if you look at the log very quickly, if Spurs win this, they go eight, right? And that means drops Arsenal down to ninth. And yeah. that, at the moment, with Europa spots, Europa goes to seventh at the moment, maybe even eighth, depending on what happens with City on Monday, right? Yeah, it's, I think so, yeah. it's, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if Arsenal miss out on any European, foot, European football, that could be very, very interesting on um, Abu and all them that want to stick around. No, I think Abu is going. I don't see him staying. Oh, he's gone. No. I mean, he's banned like big, big demands. I think he's going. But right, so let's but going back to um, three yeah. 0 yesterday with Chelsea. That that's a huge result. Eh? That yeah. that that makes our game tomorrow the biggest of the season almost. Well, that's what so. I said today in my preview. I said, I mean, who would have thought if you if you told me at the beginning of the season that we'd be playing against Southampton and it would be classed as our biggest match of the season because it would mean us going first of all going up to um, uh, into the top four. But I mean, depending on what happens with Leicester, in fact, I think they're playing right now. Um, no, playing... this is eight o'clock. No, they're oh, they're late, they're they're late late game. There we go. So yeah. with Leicester playing tonight, and I mean with Bournemouth, I mean we saw what Bournemouth it's did. To a, us. It's we a difficult game Bournemouth because Bournemouth, Bournemouth need to get points now. This is like their actual penultimate game because, like, if they win this, they've given themselves a chance. They lose this, they're pretty much gone. I mean, if Bournemouth win tonight and we win, we we're third place. We go third. <laughs> yeah, we're third place. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's I'm sorry. I mean, Leicester have been pretty appalling this this year. But Chelsea, what in a week lost to? Was it this week that they lost to West Ham? It was on a Wednesday that they lost to West Ham. I mean, everything seems to just move into one. The week before it was the week before. Yeah. So they lost before. to West Ham and then got lost to three 0 against Sheffield. So I mean, talk about a capitulation. They've been in the top three, top four since since October. This is the first October. time they've been out. It will be outside if we win tomorrow night. 
I think yeah, they're all then, worried now. United are right behind them. We're playing very well. But Southampton, I think, will be tougher. That's not an easy game. No, but considering their form, especially. Because, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, I mean, they're safe now. So, I suppose they don't have much to fight for. But, I mean, apart from anything else, they just feel like playing nice football at the moment. And they are decimating teams when they go and play against them at the moment. They're so running, they're outrunning teams. I saw Ole saying... Ole says he doesn't want to be outrun by them, but apparently Southampton actually are the fittest, you know, will run the most in the league. Well, I've, uh, we Ralph, got, Ralph Ralph like... one of my one of my favorite managers in the league. I mean, what he's done with that Southampton team. I mean, to be fair, they had a pretty average start to the season, and they really thought they were going to get relegated. <clears> but I mean, since then, I mean, <clears> now there's no relegation chat. They, 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 I mean, they beat City, and I mean, at, they, at this stage, they could break into the top ten if they keep playing like this. I mean, if they win tomorrow, but... um, and Spurs don't win. Then suddenly they're on what forty-seven points. Spurs on forty-nine. They'll overtake Everton. So they're playing well. Talking about Saints. Yeah. I'm looking now. Bournemouth fixtures for the rest of the season. Tonight they host Leicester. Next fixtures at City. Then they host the Saints, and then they go to Everton. They've got tough. That's tough. They have to win. And they at the moment. That's the biggest game. And at the moment they'll sit in six points beneath Watford in eighteenth. I can't mm. believe Watford. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe Watford's going to stay up. They do this every season. I hate Watford. Yeah. Respect, to Dan, respect to Danny Welbeck, guys. I was very stoked to see Danny Welbeck with the bicycle. Oh, no, 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 but they're just but always, Danny Welbeck, they're always crap the entire yeah, yeah. season. And then, like the last month, they'll go and win two, three games <laughs> in the bounce and stay up. And every season. And I mean, like I know Bournemouth yeah. have been terrible this season, but at least like previous yeah. seasons, they've, they've done something and they've been a couple of good results and stuff like that. What does Watford do for the Premier League? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, agreed. But uh, no, no. so at least Bournemouth play some nice football too. You know, I can actually enjoy watching a Bournemouth game. I've never enjoyed watching a Watford game, except for the Liverpool one. Yeah, nothing else. Because I mean, just <laughs> what would be interesting actually is, is I think especially hey. with with Villa, Norwich, and and Bournemouth going down. There are definitely teams which have two or three players who are definitely Premier League quality. So it'll be quite interesting to see mm. who, who gets rated. I mean, Villa surely Grealish leaves. I think Tyron Mings probably leaves, and Jack McGinn probably leaves. Um, with, yeah. with Bournemouth. Norwich have got a few youngsters as well yeah. on the cards. That well, that's Aaron. Oh, no, got Cantwell. You know, Cantwell leaves. Cantwell leaves. I think at the beginning of the season, Pukki would have been one of those that would have definitely left. But I think now it kind of looks like a champion. Nah, he's too striker. old, too. He's too old. Um, and then you look at Bournemouth, yeah. Nathan Ackie will leave. Yeah. I mean, if Callum Wilson ever stops being injured, he'll probably also leave. You know, I mean, Ryan Fraser won't be picked up by any club. <laughs> Is he still unemployed? Yeah, he is. I, yeah. Don't you just love that? Like, I'm going to walk away yeah. from Bournemouth, not do anything. For what? In some for, the pr- for, for the for mean, the relegation battle as yeah, well. It's I mean, unbelievable. What a prick. <laughs> yeah, we don't want him at United. Yeah, I mean... I think anybody wants him now. Part, part of the whole Bournemouth success and doing everything like that, and now when Bournemouth are about to go down and they really need him. All right, cheers, guys. I'm, I'm not going to play games for you. But, it's okay. like... Um, yeah, it's bad. So let's talk about tomorrow. So one assumes it's an unchanged team. In fact, Ole in his press conference, I don't know if you guys caught it. No, it's an unchanged team. He pretty much he said, "Yeah, there are players that that want to start that need that should to start, and everybody's ready to start. But you know, if people are also in the same rhythm, you know, why change things?" So read between the lines. uh, One assumes he's starting the same eleven tomorrow. Um, Yeah, well, I predicted it, so it's going to happen. Well, if I predicted it, it might not happen, you see. So there we go. You know, hello, now... hello. I've, I haven't got it wrong yet, eh? So now, well, that's going to be interesting. So now, now we're playing with who's, who's, who's sort of a karma is better. You're the fact that you're never wrong or the fact that I'm always wrong. You know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the same level. So we're going to test that tomorrow, <laughs> and, and, eh? 
Big and the thing is, surely now. we see, surely we do see a change soon because it's just been it's four games in a row. No, there has Thursday, to be rotation at some point because they have to rotate now. Because if you think about it, tomorrow we play against Saints. Obviously, it's a huge game. Not only that, not but then strength, think about yeah. next week, Sunday. Sunday we play the FA Cup semi-final. We'll need the same team. We'll need the full strength team for that. So there's no doubt on Thursday it's going to be the B side. But it's how yeah, much but of the A side players start in that Thursday game? The Thursday will definitely be a different squad. But I think the, the, five, the five subs helps changes it a lot because now it, used it does to be actually. Three, and then let's get those last the, the last few minutes left on. Let's get them off. Now you got the five subs. You know you can take two, your two of your guys who've been playing the full time like Bruno Santonov on sixty minutes, and you can still like you use the mm. time wisely. You got the you got the three subs, sorry five subs. You got three sections plus a half time sub you can use as well that doesn't count for your three. So I think the, player, ma- player management, man management has, has been vital in it, and. It just comes down to yeah, minutes played, how they're feeling, any niggles. I mean, Pogba looked like he had a little niggle at the end of the last game um, when he was walking off, but I'm pretty sure that's just a little stretch and cramp and he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it's just I think with the five subs, if they keep it, it's going to be much easier to go, here's our strongest 11. I mean, Liverpool's done it all fucking season long. And then just um, bring them off. Because <laughs> Ole has done that with Bruno. He's taken them off quite a few times off about 60 minutes or yeah. 70 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Before, before the break, he was playing full 90s, but now he's been, you can, you can see he's wrapping in a cotton wool. Um, in fact, I was very yeah. surprised yeah. that Pogba played the full 90 last game because I thought that he yeah, was, yeah. was in the hole. But I mean, my But have you noticed what's happening now? With what? With the changes, he keeps the same lineup and then he brings on either Scott or Fred plus, yeah. um, plus someone else. So he, like, basically, he basically transforms the midfield. He brings Scott and Fred to keep their partnership up together. And either Pogba sits up in front of them now and plays with Bruno, or Bruno keeps it there. He's got the two there. Mm-hmm. When Matic goes, like, he's keeping those, those two together. Scott and, Scott and Fred basically keeping their centre partnership together to keep that communication going. So those two will probably start in a, in a week again. Um, but who's with them in the starting blocks is the question because you kind of Matic starting all the time. Manelo has been immense. Well, for me, I think Matic needs to play hopefully 60 minutes tomorrow. And if the game's dead and buried, you take him off and you don't start him on Thursday. And let's hope that we don't even need to use him on Thursday because he needs to play basically the full 90 probably against Chelsea. If it's going to be yeah, a but that's tight why I've been saying the whole time. I'm hoping Garner is a proper CDM to take over from because next season is, I think, a vital season in um, for him to to get some agreement taken over from him. He's 32, 33. This is when his legs are going to start going. We need to manage him properly. I mean, yeah, it's great we signed him till, for another three, two, three seasons, but we really got to start blending in the next in line to take from over mm. from him. But that's what I keep saying for me. Like, personally, I think a CDM is almost more important than um, getting like a Grealish. Um, mm. unless, unless, we, unless we do actually back Ghana. Which I would I, have to I, see. That, but, but, but I think Ole, Ole doesn't seem to think like that. I think the way Ole speaks about it, I feel like Ole is trying to convert McTominay to Matic mm, because he keeps saying how he's, he's, he's trying to say Matic is mentoring McTominay. They're always spending time together. It's the whole thing and is that Carrick, Ole eh? seems to have this, have this idea. Carrick. Yeah. I said they seem to have this idea that Matic, that Matic will retire and McTominay will take over Matic's role. So I don't necessarily think Ghana will not be given the chance, but I just think. McTominay is the, the replacement long-term in Ole's mind and then the management's mind. Because that's what he keeps saying in all of the things. I, I mean, wouldn't be against that. I like that fucking think, dog fight that 40 loves. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think the only issue with, with McTominay is the fact that he, he, he does... I don't think he's got the same sort of ball quality, on like the ball. retention, yeah. retention, retention qualities as Matic does. Matic is, is a beast on the ball. You know, nobody's going to move him from the ball. Ma- McTominay gets caught in a too often, which obviously, you know, you can improve on, but... I do worry about that part of it. 
Matic has got some really good quality on the ball. He's a good passer of the ball mm-hmm. as well, and he's quite good at holding it up and dribbling around and things. Look, to mm-hmm. be fair, what, what you've seen Matic in the last few games is what, what Chelsea saw you know, three, four or five years ago when he was one of the most important players when they won the title. You know, I mean, when he plays mm-hmm. well, he, he does dictate in the entire game. He can slow it down. He plays, he plays the easy option all the time, so he never puts pressure on people. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So, but what would be interesting is, especially with James Garner coming through, who at the moment James Garner is playing, he's played the entire season as a CDM, but almost like, I mean, he's a bit like Matic when he, back in his heyday when he would, we would get into goal scoring positions because Garner loves getting further up and he's got a very good one too and he's got a very good shot from outside the box, which is why people are sort of wondering maybe he's more of a sort of box to box or a genuine centre midfield. But what would be interesting is if, if McTominay drops back to be a genuine CDM, does that mean Garner? Will then become become a more, a, a more genuine centre midfielder, or progress further up, or do we then go right? Well, those two are our CDMs, and then we add somebody to sort of partner Fred or or somebody with a bit more creativity. We definitely need more creativity coming off the bench. But now here's I, was about to say, I think we need yeah. <laughs> here's the interesting thing. I just looked so so Matic is one point nine four meters tall. No, he's he's a imposing monster. big. Yeah, and now big... James James Garner's coming in at one point seven eight. But what is, 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 but is that Wikipedia yeah, no. or transfer market? Wikipedia, I don't have it. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably when you were sixteen or something. Yeah, because when, <laughs> when I check, because I know I've been trying to find, because I've, I've also been looking at, and I've been trying to find. I mean, look at the moment, we can't. Be, I mean, James Garner's like weighs about ten kgs from the looks of it. But um, <laughs> they say Scott's like one point nine three as well, so he's the same height and size. Nah, yeah. But I see on transfer market, then it's got James Garner at one point eight two. Um, and I'm hoping he might still grow a bit, um, but I mean I don't know. I think, what he... I think with, the, with the numbers we've got with McTominay and Garner, I think maybe we can get away with not signing a DM. Although I would like I one, I think we could maybe back those two and see if they make it, and and then have Matic as obviously the, the leader of that. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see us back Garner. I mean, I think I mean we've we've seen Gomez go, so cool, whatever. We're not going to get into that, but we've and, but we've seen Greenwood step up. Um, but what's been weird is how Greenwood and to a certain extent Chong more than the others have been got have, did get a chance this season, but Greenwood and Angel Gomez just never really saw saw much game time. Um, you mean so, Garner, I assume. I mean Garner, yeah. Um, yes. But so I mean next next season if we don't sign, because I mean one assumes that so Lingard's going for me, Matter's going, Pereira might go. So there are less options in the midfield, and we're assuming that we're going to bring in a Jaden Sancho, who if he really can can play as a bit of attacking midfielder, but definitely not. You know, as a genuine midfielder. Uh, so surely then right Garner that has to become a regular first team player. Well the thing is I think that's also where we need to buy someone, maybe. I still maintain I think our 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 transfer market still needs to look at we're literally trying to offload all the deadwood that's in the attack. It's mainly the attack deadwood. It's Sanchez, it's Matter, it's Lingard, it's basically Pereira. Now you're about to go get rid of four attacking players and replace them with one right wing who basically only really plays right wing and we only really want him to play right wing. At the end of the day Bruno goes off. We've got nothing coming off the bench to come on. We need somebody to come on in that and, position, and, and we need somebody there. We've seen it, and that's what my worry has been in these games. When Ole's um, brought on the substitutes, we haven't looked nearly as good as soon as he's taken Bruno off or he's dressed Pogba and stuff. We just lost all of our creativity, all of our ability, really. Yeah. And I think the problem is also is that somebody like Pereira, it's, what's so tough with our fixtures is that Pereira probably is not good enough. Um, you know, he's had chances, he's sort of been there. But the, what frustrates you with Pereira is that he has moments where you see the quality, and those moments generally come when he's playing in a really good team with players around him. So, but the problem is that, you know, Pereira might work if you had, I mean, if you did a straight swap with, um, 
Bruno right now in a, in a team with confidence and stuff like that, you never know what Pereira would be able to do or if he played with Pogba and played slightly deeper. But we can't afford to, to do that at the moment. So, you know, something like Pereira has probably missed his chance to impress because unless we, unless we keep him next season and give him more chances, there's no time this season for anybody to, to stake a claim for his squad. I mean, let's be honest, besides the last game where we were going with 5-0, even somebody like Romero, they're not going to get a game this season. You know, we can't afford to to play anybody outside the top 11 and your good bench players until, yeah, the, the one game, basically. That's, what, that's why probably Ghana and um, Gomez didn't get their chances this season because we were under too much pressure when, when the chances were available to try to do it that we had to win. I mean, our midfield's been shit most of the season until Bruno came and made it work because Pogba was out, so we really didn't have a midfield work yet. I mean, Fred was doing pulling shifts and Scott was pulling shifts, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Garner. I mean, he's 1.6, fucking like 20 kilograms weight in the shower. Like, that kid was getting pushed off the ball by the wind. So, like, he didn't have a strong midfield to be able to play Gomez. He didn't have a strong other things to be able to play Garner with it. So, I mean... Greenwood got his chances because we had no one really else. And he took mm. it and he went running with it. I mean, that's how Rashford got his chance as well back in the day. But um, Williams has been pushing as well. So Williams has been doing well. He's pushing Shaw now. But I've, been, I've noticed that Ole's been putting him on the right wing at the moment. Mm. Right wing back, sorry. As well, to, to see how he's doing there. To, I, I think that, that's good. That's a I think weird that's one for me. I think it's just, just to cover this, to be honest. I think it's just to cover there because, I mean, the lots we've written home as an injury case. Uh, we're still working on signing a new medical scheme, um, but that's that's a pipe that's a pipeline dream. But I mean, um, it, means, it just means that Williams can sit on the bench, cover both wings, wing yeah. backs, and right and left and right. But back. what I don't understand, is, as you say that, yeah, it's, it's the fact that Shaw has, has has barely come off during this whole period, and the fact that we've just persisted with him starting and, and playing on. And this is somebody we've classified in the in the past as being an injury prone player. And I don't back him as an injury prone player. He just had one massive injury, which didn't exactly yeah. do very well. For him. Don't tell Glowacki but, about all his starts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I what I'm confused about is yes, I mean Delor we say is, is is an injury case, and he, you can see that he is. But still, during this period, I find it weird that we go and put Williams on for Juan Bissaka, who. Yeah, granted, you know, he's a top, top, top player. But I'm thinking, why is Delon not getting a chance when we're 4-0, 3-0 up? You're that thinking, make, you know, surely, surely we should be looking at saying, why are we not trying out our right back who's there? Surely we can see, can you play these minutes? Can you go through them? Can you do the stuff? And, you know, because then you don't have to have to have to be too worried about having to convert somebody else to something else. Then you have a prime left back cover in Williams and you have a prime right back cover in Delon. Then you're perfectly mm-hmm. sorted for both positions. But now let's 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 hinder Delon's hopeful development by playing Williams as right back, then the law gets no chance. I'm not convinced. Worried about things. I don't think Schalke thinks um, the law's got much of a future. To be honest, the fact that Williams has come on like two, three times at right back ahead of him. Um, I mean, there was a story going even in January that we would we would be willing to let him go. Um, so I, I wonder if it's just a case of saying right, well, if Williams can cover right back and left back, and you, we've also got Fossa Mensa, who I always forget at the moment, and one assumes he's going to go eventually. But I mean. In, in, in but Fossum is just as edgy prone as the law. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the problem. But I mean, <laughs> one's an academy graduate and one's a Portuguese 19 year old to be signed with an injury. I'm always going to back my academy graduate. But guys, yeah, I reckon yeah, Delo, when I've seen Delo, he's been he is quality. You can see that there's, he he's good. got class yeah. about him. You know what the problem is? What's his best position? Is it right back? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a right wing back. He's when a right we, wing back. If we play three at the back, because, I think Delo yeah. offers a lot. But I also, well, I don't want us playing three at the back, to be honest. Even mm. even in the big games, I, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust the law's defence yet. I'm not, I've, I've not seen anything to say that yes, you are a proper defender in the right back position. That's why I say he's more of a right wing back, and the fact that he's he's very quick up and down the line because he's probably our quickest fullback 
in this fight, to be fair. Because, I mean, he's probably quicker than Juan Basaki. He's probably quicker than Williams and Shaw as well. So, in terms of the pace of the back, he's our quickest person, but he's, I don't trust his defence. But at the same time, when you, I still maintain, if you're 3-0 up, you know, give the guy a go. See what you can do, you know, because what's the point in going and selling a guy to go and get somebody else in? Because I'm sorry, you can't just have Williams and uh, injury-prone Fosu Mensa backing up Shaw and Juan Bissaka. One of them gets injured. Williams has to play full-time. You've got no backup. You know, you need somebody in both positions. You can't just have... SEC's lard is the, is the future. Well, he has been training with the squad. He did He did join up with the squad. I think it was last week he started training with the squad again. The lard. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. He was brought back into the first-team squad. Him and Mengi have been playing. Did you guys see that Mengi travelled on... Um, Whenever we, whenever we play in the week, he actually traveled with the squad. He obviously didn't make the bench, but it's the first time he's traveled with the squad, which is quite lacquer. But so, and, and on, the, on, on, on the note of center back, because that's, that's for me, we all know that we need Sancho. I mean, while people continue having conversations about that, we don't know. Everybody agrees we need Sancho, we want Sancho. Sancho is the only one. Great. But I personally still, still think that after Sancho, we need to get a center back. I mean, by. Yeah. I still, I mean, when he plays, he's great and he shows what he can do. I mean, he cheapest, he puts my blood pressure through the roof with what some of the stuff he does inside the box. But, I mean, he's been injured for half for the entire season. And if he gets another injury, I mean, we're going to let Phil Jones go. Axel Tuanzebe seems to be another one that's going to be injury. Although he's also been rated like, you know, could be reaching British Ferdinand levels if he ever gets an extended run. I mean, he was brilliant for um, Villa during their thing. So. What do you do if you backs? think about this, right? Rocco has done nothing the whole season as well. And Jones has pretty much done nothing the whole season as well. So even if we let go of them, it's not like it's really going to hit the squad as hard as it should. It's because they haven't really been involved. They've been involved maybe at practice or sitting on the injury list. That's that's about it. I mean, what, Jones has had, what, one, two starts, if that? My only no, we're lucky is... that Lindelof and Maguire haven't yeah. been injured because I mean, we, we don't have much behind like... that. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I get that, but but what I'm saying, though, if we get rid of those two guys, Smallin's already gone, basically. He's mm. been loaned the whole season. So it also does an impact. So when, um, when that comments about uh, Ole was talking to Ake and saying, uh, and they're like, oh, you're after Ake now. He goes, no, but I have seven centre-backs. No, you fucking don't. Yeah, I know. No, no I was about to say, I don't know where he comes from. I sat there doing the mass for like half an hour going, where's he finding his <laughs> seven centre-backs? Like, I'm glad he's got them. No, like, <laughs> you know, you, I need a left, a left-footed centre-back. I get that. I would have, look, if Ake came, if, if we get rid of Jones, Smallin, and... Um, so watch uh-huh. his face. Yeah. And we brought an egg. That that puts us at four solid centre backs with one or two of the youth coming through. Yeah. That's what I want. I want 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 I think I think United need more of a of a of a of a cheap cheaper type centre back who's like really good, but it's definitely backup. I don't think we need egg. to go and, and, and invest massive amounts of money in a centre back to go and get somebody who's world class to put somebody on the bench. Lindelof and Maguire are very, very good centre back okay. partnership. No. I don't think we're gonna spend millions on a centre back. I have to disagree with you, mate. If we could get someone like Varane, I would love this. This is what I'm trying to say when it comes to it. Like, um, the thing is, Maguire, Oaks love, but you could, with the, take the English tax out of it. He's not the he, he's not going to walk into every main major club's first team fullback position. Same with same with Lindelof. I want a world class centre back that you know, like brings you back like the British Ferdinand, uh, British and Ferdinand. Like those were like. World-class centre-backs, most of the clubs would kill for them. We don't have that. We don't have that fear like, oh, they're going up against Maguire. And not, Maguire doesn't instill fear into you. Oh, no, that's a, that's a difficult but one to say. Because so, Bailey might break your fucking ankle. Like, that's why. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, if it comes to installing fear, nobody does that more than Rojo. That's the one thing he's going to come now. That, yeah, okay, fine. Okay, I'll give you that. But like, that's because his, his, his connections are going to probably kidnap your family or something. Um, 
But like, what's it? Uh, that the PSG um, Brazilian Marquinhos or something like that. Like, yeah. get get some. Yeah, like another great player like yeah. that. Get if we can go out after someone like that, go for it. Ruben Diaz. Well, for me, it's goes two ways. Yeah, what you said. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. It's, it's. I'm looking at this logically. I'm not. I'm like, obviously, we can look in dream world stuff, but I'm just saying mm. logically. As United's looking at this, we're about to spend big money on Sancho. Sancho will be our most expensive signing, no doubt about it. That's now, I mean. if you wanted to go and get a centre back who's going to push Maguire and Lindelof out the side immediately, you're going to be spending similar sorts of money, and I doubt United are going to go and do that right now. So I'm no, saying that's Lindelof weird. and Maguire okay. are hundred starting. That's why I said well, you need to get, get a cheap. Going to get somebody. It's a cheap. It needs to be a cheap centre back cover I, who's I like good, AK. but is there. I think. So, AK, so I think AK, AK is a very good, very good idea. Because surely AK wouldn't cost more than forty. I would think. No, I don't know. no, no, no way. No way. Like 20, 20, well, for, 20. Me, for me, for me, we have to go two ways. We yeah. either have to go and drop dollar on a top centre back. Um, or else we're going to try and look for a money sensible option. And if we're going with a money sensible option, do we go with somebody a bit older and more experienced? And you know knows knows the Premier League, or do we go and say, well, you know, let's try and find a youngster um, or somebody who can you can grow into a bit of competition. I mean, like I'm, I've been I've been watching a lot of that um, Bernard Badiashvili guy from, from Monaco. I think it was like one story that we linked to him, but I quite like the idea of him, and he's and he's quick and he's fast. I mean, he's saying the same thing, but um, so you know, do we go with somebody who offers us something completely different, and somebody who's just like a genuinely quick centre back? Or do we go with somebody who's maybe a bit older and can be called upon if we need him? Do we want somebody to push us in the backs or somebody who can step in if we need it? Besides well, Rocco, well, look at who else, who else is left-footed, by the way, of our centre-back? Nah, just Rocco, That's right? it. It's Rocco. It's just Rocco. We need a left side. I mean, to be fair, in, in, our, in our squad, who's left-footed in our squad? We've got Shaw, Mata, Rojo. Greenwood. Greenwood, not sure. <laughs> Greenwood. <laughs> Greenwood's kind of in both columns, so... <laughs> but I think that's it. Um, we used to have so many. Do you remember in, in the oh. LVG we had about so many, too many left? <laughs> oh, we had, I can't say, we'd be bought in every sentiment field under the sun that was left-footed. Yeah. That's a good but point. I mean, I we don't it, have any left-footed it, players. It, it, but I mean, it's... It, yeah. yeah, look, I mean... I, mean I, I, I don't think it's that big of an issue. To go to, to 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 have, I mean, yes, you want a left left footed player, but I don't think it it, it would, would oh, be a, an absolute deciding factor. Yeah, Matic yeah, yeah. is left footed. It's a good point. I don't think it's a, that big of a deciding factor. Obviously, it's a really nice to have, but I think it's more. I'm just I'm not caring too much about whether they're left footed or right footed. We just need a a, a good centre back option who can go and take over if somebody gets injured or, or, or something happens because you can't afford for us to have issues with the fact that we're going. Oh, but well, we don't actually have players next season. For a position if somebody gets injured, which we've had for the past however many seasons, we go, oh, but injuries are. Yeah, look, my, my first choice would be um, Aki. I think he is permanently proven. He's a decent age. Oh, he's he's sort of we need to make sure that if somebody gets injured, we, so, we are perfectly fine. So, so I think somebody more experienced for now. But technical and, difficulties? That was interesting. <laughs> then you can back Mengi and coming up and Axel Twinzebe coming up. I think have we lost Mark? Mark, get off the yeah, get off, Mark, lost back. the Wi-Fi. We've got fiber for a reason. <laughs> he's very funny. Are you guys in the same house or just in different rooms? <laughs> yeah, no, he's not allowed in the studio here. You know, we've we've got uh, <laughs> we've got an air restriction. It's hierarchy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Can we, can we talk about um, Grealish or Harvards? 
Habits. Habits. I don't think it's conversation. Habits every day of the week. Every day. <laughs> but how much? The thing is, do you think, do you think we have enough money for no. to do that answer? No, 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 no. But, but to be fair, I don't think we have the money for Sancho and Grealish. To be honest, I don't see the point. I, I'm worried the board's not going to give us anything. No, the board will give us I'm, money. I don't. I don't buy. It. I, I, they will give us money, but I'm not sure enough money to go and buy two world class players. Yeah, I think two there'll be like one world class player and like yeah. This is my be like one one eighty million and a couple of forties. What if we don't sign Sancho? I'm happy then Greenwood. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I'm, happy then Greenwood. I'm happy then Greenwood think... start every game on the right, coming in on the <laughs> left, coming in. That's fine for me, as long as we got someone to come off the bench to cover for the, him and that. Then we have to go out and get a Dembele or something as a striker to cover. We need some. We need an, we need an attacking player who can play across yeah. that front three, I think. If we don't get Sancho, it's Havertz that you go after big time, because Havertz covers the entire front line. The thing is, though, say, it's, it's the best player. I think I Havertz think plays right wing. That's where he's played the majority of his games. He is a right wing. And he's played like 33%, 23% across all three positions. Actually, he's actually had a very strange season. He's played, he's played, played about five games in attacking mid. He's played about four oh, games striker. Day, so. He scored in position. The quality of the match is so good. <laughs> Okay, so Mark, Mark's, Mark's definitely have us in. We'll, we'll just, we'll just go with that, and, and, and we'll, we can add subtitles, and we'll just put a lot of X's and Y's and stuff like that under what you said. No, I just, I just, I just, I just said, as I said, he's played in the three positions: the right wing, striker, and attacking mid, and he's scored in all three positions, and like good goals too. So it's not like he, he does, he doesn't know how to play in each position. He's a very, he's very good cover. Yeah, and he's a big guy. How much will he cost? Like what, 50, 60, 70 mil? No, 80. <laughs> no, 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 just hear me out, hear me out, right? You put an 80 mil on this player and he's going to expect to start. You know who's going to come for 80 mil plus uh, and, and not start? Now who's he going to start about? You no, know my problem is, why don't we but do swap deals? Is... Why don't we say yeah? to Leverkusen, why don't we do swap deals? Why don't we say to Leverkusen, you know, you, you can have Lingard and like, 50 million as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Sounds like a great swap. And, <laughs> and they're getting somebody, I mean, like, let's be honest, we, we give Lingard a lot of grief, but he's, he's, I mean, look, he's not top six quality, but he's definitely like mid table club quality. He's he a would, decent player. He would start at Everton. He would start at, at like a Sheffield. He would start at. Ooh, I'm not sure he'd start at Everton. No, I think he'd start at Everton. I think with the right coach, he could. They play a 4 4 2 system. Who's he going to start about? No, Everton, Everton, no ways does he start ahead of anybody in Everton. No chance. No chance. No chance. chance. No, let's just think about the entire Everton team. Calvert Lewin, no. Uh, Richarlison, no. Yeah, Richarlison um, might, um, might leave. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. He's South he's American. They're always, they're always mil in the move. <laughs> 50 mil for a couple of seasons. To be fair, we can Mark. give Leverkusen, Lingard, Mata, and Pereira. And then, and then <laughs> and 50 million? Or... And 50 million. And 50 million. <laughs> 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 or maybe we give it like Smalling. Now that Smalling's got a bit of value, maybe he's like, uh, I mean, why, why does he have to go back to Roma? You know, maybe, maybe he comes back and then we put him on the market. I think you'd go for what? What's the value on on, on small in at the moment? What do you think you would? Go I for? think he'd fetch thirty. No, I'm hoping for thirty. We, I, we think it's, I think he'd fetch thirty. He's thirty-one, right? No ways. Whoa. No That's ways. I'm going twenty-seven. Google. Right? We're all jumping on the browser. Google, all jumping yeah. in the browser. Yeah, I think thirty thirty-one. I think it's about twenty-eight. He's thirty now. Okay, twenty-eight. About to turn thirty-one. I'll say. I just thirty-one. Okay, yeah, fair, fair. But he's prime athlete. That's man. He's, he's gonna no, okay, no, 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 no. He's You're prime. not going to get more than 20 no, no, no. for him. He's prime in Italy because it's an older league. Yeah. That's, that's true. 
He's also quite fast. I really like him. So, you know, if he's you turn tackles well the first time, he gets, he gets four times to try and tackle somebody. I just can't believe that <laughs> he went at... to the league. To be, the, somebody, for me, whose biggest problem as a defender was defending, went to a league where defending is, like, the biggest thing, and he's actually kind of awful. I don't understand it. He, he always he had ability, well. though. He's, he's like Jones. They, they both have ability down there. They just make too many errors and things. I suppose and... the nice thing in, yeah. in, in, in Italy is you don't actually have to pass the ball. As a centre-back, you just get it and clear it. Okay, Mike Mike Smallin under Louis was 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 pretty decent. But <laughs> what happened in the background? Well, now there? we've got things um, coming in. Mark, you've been a disaster here, chap. <laughs> Don't know. Um, okay, okay. So in all honesty, think about this, right? Who is definitely out the door? We want Lingard's probably out the door. What realistically, ten, fifteen mil? Lingard must be gone. He's not mm-hmm. even getting into the squads. Yeah. No, but that's what okay. I just let's, work let's, out. Let's, let's, let's be pessimistic about this. Let's be pessimistic. Let's, let's do it. So, so Lingard fetches 15 minimum for me. You know, he, I mean, he went to the World Cup and played for England, just by the way. Like, we can't... Yeah. He's can't, probably the most valuable, to be honest. Yeah. Like, he's English. He's 27, isn't he? You know, you could get yeah, click yeah, 20 yeah. plus for Surely him. still 22. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but price tag or age? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would take 22. He's 28 this year. So yeah, he's, in he's, he's in his prime. Yeah. yeah, I know. But he'll be great for a mid-table club, like a, a Sheffield or something. He'll do well at. Um, yeah. But no, so realistically, say we get twenty for him, right? Um, smaller, we we'll probably get hope. We hope hold out for another twenty. Um, and those looks on heavy wages. So it's not like they're on a hundred k or something like that. They're on more than that. Um, Mata, we won't get much for, but it's more about getting rid of the wages. Yeah, yeah but he's going to fin a, fin a Bradshaw or something, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be for nothing. Five, yeah, ten like million. Five, yeah, five, five more. Five more. That's forty-five more there. Sanchez, as far as I can see, will pay five million. Oh God! Sanchez is going to sit on our bench next season. No one's going to be able. Well, apparently, Inter wants him back, but on loan. So I think that'll probably end up what's happening. And apparently, we want to sell him, but I'm sure he'll just end up going on loan. But the thing is, we're still paying like most of his wages, even though he's on loan. Classic. I suppose at least paying a hundred thousand wages for him is better than having sitting on our bench and paying three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, true. Clever accounting. It's it's going to have an interesting summer ahead of him because he's going to have to try and make a lot of things. I mean, but if we, but I mean, Jones is on one twenty, I think. Matter must be on about one twenty. I thought he was on about one forty, but he mm-hmm. must be hundred plus. So that's over two hundred thousand of the wages already. Lingard's on hundred. on hundred. So that's another. So that's mm-hmm. already over three hundred thousand. Um, I think Andreas, they might give another season. Prayer, I think they're going to keep in the squad. Well, he's on like 60,000. That's, that's why I say I don't mind him staying. He's on like 60,000 wages. So yeah, I like also him. don't mind him staying. He's just going to struggle to start. But if he's happy to sit bench, then yeah. We'll have more games next season as well, though. So um, he, also, he also just loves United. Okay, so wait. So, so who are we on and who's out the window that we think is guaranteed? And how much are we on now? So we'll do. We'll do how much? Jo- we'll do. I think what we said. So we're missing Jones. Out. Lingard out. That's what 40, 45 with with Matter. I don't. Jones. I, I don't see. I don't see Small and Jones and um, Rocco all being even in the same period without someone coming in. We'll keep. We'll probably keep one of them. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking as well. Which case, Jones we, maybe. We should actually keep Rocco because he's got the, the smallest amount of wages. <laughs> Hope. Um, yeah, because I mean that's the the thing is as much as you want to cut the dead wood you can't do such a brutal cut unless you put, your name is Pep and you get fifty mil to replace each person. Yeah, cheapest. I mean, he spent like over a hundred. He spent over a hundred million just on right back. Who him? Yeah. Between... He spent two hundred mil on just his on his wing backs. Yeah, on his yeah. full backs. Over two hundred mil. Just sit on the bench like chilled. It's mental. But no. So on our side of things, as you said, so we got Matzo probably out the door. You got um, 
Lindgaard out the door. I'm pretty sure Smalling's out the door at least. So we're looking at what, at least three, four players looking at probably 50 mil race, Alfred, hopefully, with a big chunk of wages out the door as well. Wages will be bigger. Yeah. Realistically, you, you mm. everyone's first choice, are hopefully, is Sancho's coming in there, which will mean that also frees up Greenwood to play across the field on all three positions, which will be great. Um, I still, I know we touched on it earlier, I realistically think we need someone to come off the bench creativity to, to create something on there. As soon as Bruno's off, we're dead. Um, Ake, Ake is something that we would all love, as well as like that, that third, fourth choice just to help push a bit more. He can also cover left wing back a bit if need be because it seems that we, we don't know what's really happening with, with, with why Williams is staying on the right now and the left and all that. But realistically, besides the medical staff, that's the most important. This, those are like your three main areas. I mean, we need a properly quality right wing. I was, I'm not, if, if we don't get Sancho, I'm happy with Greenwood, but we need someone to push, push across the line. That's not going to be 50, 60, 80 million then. Um, we do need an attacking midfielder to come on. If we're going to groom Scott to take over from Matic as a CDM role, then fantastic. Let's go with that. If it works, great. If it doesn't, well, January is coming around the corner. We can try working on it then. And yeah, I think pretty much elsewhere, we seem to be just getting better and better at it. Kids must push through, and then those who aren't going to push through in the squad must go on loan. There we go, David. Darren. That is uh, Gavin, the technical director of Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it, that makes sense. I would, say, I would say, okay, Grealish and Sancho would be would be a great summer and and good business because Grealish and yeah. and okay, you could get re- relatively cheap, and then Sancho is your main signing. Grealish has depends on how much. Right? Yeah, and also there are other clubs that are interested in Grealish. That's the that's yeah. the, that's the issue. And we like that other people are going to bid, and we, when, when other people start doing bids, we don't win bidding wars. As I say, we, yeah, we don't yeah, win. That's them. true. Now, Grealish has been, has been off form since lockdown. They say he's the type of player that maybe prefers playing in front of crowds, struggling now, a bit since. Isn't, isn't Grealish more of a wide player than a midfielder? Yeah, he can player? play wide and through the middle. He, he, likes, playing, awesome. he likes playing in the number 10. He always says that's his favourite role. Um, yeah. but, he, but I think it's, goal-wise, he usually gets ball coming off the left. Because yeah. I, I mainly just see him start play on left wing, basically cutting in and then floating just behind a striker when he wants to. But in terms of what we need attacking, we need that person linked from our, C- our CDM, CM side of things pushing forward. I mean, as we got, we got Bruno doing that. We got Pogba who swags. Pogba walks around the field like he's just like, he just owns the whole fucking place. I love watching him just walk, like swag, just like, yeah, that's my place. But he switches and pushes into the CAM role. And then when he goes off, we need someone else pushing in there. Um, yeah, I think really should be a, cu- a cover for Bruno essentially and then can play out wide yeah. potentially if need be. You can make, just gives you more options. Yeah, look, I'm not opposed to, to anybody. I mean, if Grealish comes, great. Van der Beek's probably a financially better option, but... I would say Van der Beek would be quite a good option for, for an attacking mid. But if we've got so, the money, we've the money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so bored but of this But do whole... we? Well, that's the thing. We don't know if we well, have let's the money. Just... If we've got the money, then so, let's go spend the money. If we don't have the money, then we need to be a bit let's more, more capable. Let's, let's just say, let's just say we've, got, we've got... Let's just say we spend the same net spend as we did last summer. Same net spend. So it's 140 million net spend. Right? That's what our last summer was. It's 140 net spent because it was one Bissaka, 50. Um, well, for the last for the last season anyway, because we're including Bruno. So our net spend for the season is 140 million pounds. So let's say we go and spend 120 million pounds in the summer, right? So Sancho is going to cost what 80 million. So now you've got 40 million left to play. You're going to get 50 plus from selling everyone. And so you're going to get 50 plus from everyone else. So you've got 90 million left. What are you What are you getting with ninety million for for for, for what two other positions? 20, let's say twenty for Ake and then twenty five for Ake even and then. Put I think Ake is going to go for thirty plus. Ake is sought after. So let's, say, let's say let's say Ake thirty million, so that's sixty million. 
And let's say, for me, Thunder Beaks is a cheaper option than, than Grealish. Grealish will be 50 plus. So you get Thunder yeah, Beaks, you'll be like 25, 30. No, so that's again, you've now got 30 more million. You've got 30 million now to spend on another player. Who are you getting? The problem with Grealish is that it's 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 if you want him, you have to get him now because I think he will go to Premier League club. I don't think that's that's without doubt. And I'd, if he does go to any top six club, we've missed him. So I suppose the thinking is if you want to get Grealish, it's kind of now or never, you know. Because if we don't get him now, we're not going to get him. Um, mm. So if he is a big target, then not then we probably will go for it. But uh, one assumes it's going to be a case of get Sancho, and all we is on Sancho. And once we've got Sancho, then we can sort of sit back and say, well, what can we get from sales and stuff? I think we probably have about. I think we'll probably spend about eighty to hundred net this this summer if we can use some. Do you sorry. think Sancho is? Do you think Sancho is dependent on if we get Champions League? Hundred percent. Yeah, I 100%. think so. They all. Yeah, I mean, Shostko was saying in the press conference, he says not having Champions League is not a big deal, but don't come with that. I'm sorry, like, like just look what Chelsea's done. Well, exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, they haven't got it guaranteed, and they're like, "Fuck you!" Look at these signings, bam, bam. Yeah, but I mean, but I think Timo Werner's regretting his choice now already. I mean, he could. I mean, exactly. Werner. Yeah. I mean, he could have been playing the quarterfinal for RB Leipzig in August, but instead he decided to leave them early, go and join up with Chelsea, and prepare for what could potentially be a Europa League season. <laughs> well so that's the risk you take <laughs> that is the risk you take end of the day yeah. um, but as I, said, I'm just saying, I think 100% Sancho is waiting for us to guarantee Champions League football then he'll be happy to come I think it's because without Champions League why would he leave Borussia Dortmund why would he leave Borussia Dortmund non-Champions League team I just feel yeah. that I, I just feel that Dortmund's a club that it doesn't matter how well they do nobody just wants to stay there and like commit their long-term <laughs> future everybody leaves I mean, Gotze leaves, Matt Hummels leaves, Lewandowski leaves. We all know that Holland's not going to be there for a long time. He's going to leave in a season you know, two. You know they have a rule in now in the club that they're not allowed to sell to Bayern Munich. That yeah, is like well, a rule in, in the club from last season, I think it was. Well, they had to because I mean, Bayern Munich yeah, well, the the club. Just, was just, <laughs> the, just stealing all this. Yeah, the Dortmund Academy second, wins again. Second, <laughs> second best club in, in, German, in Germany was the feeder club to the best. I mean, could like, you imagine if Dortmund just went right now and just bought up half a city squad? Yeah, we'll take, we'll take if Liverpool right now went and said, yeah, thanks, we'll take De Bruyne and we'll um, we'll take Laporte yeah. and thanks, we'll also take um, um, Sterling back. That's cool. Cool, thanks. How the hell does Sane get sold for, what, 50 mil? That's the first transfer which we sort of saw the whole sort of COVID thing. I suppose that I think he only had one year left in his contract, which is one of the things that could have come uh, into it. But... And he, just, he was injured the whole season. Yeah, but hey. 50 mil for 50 that player. Mil. If he comes off next season, that's a, that's a great piece of business. But Bayern never drops. Bayern never yeah. seem to overspend. I don't know what it is about no. them. They get, they get their money's worth. I mean, they, we, we paid how much for uh, Schweinsteiger was? Like, what, 30 mil or something like that? Yeah. And he's like over the hill, retired, like injury case. And we're like, oh, yeah, here's 30 mil. Take it, go, yeah, take it. We're like, cool. To be fair, here's that's, our that's legend. That's also when we were just throwing it's, money at everyone. Yeah, that was <laughs> peak. That was peak LVG and, and the Glazers and Ed. That was Ed going, well, you know what? We're financially strong for a reason. Let's go and uh, buy, our, buy ourselves a league. It works for everybody else. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still need that fucking. Do you think we'll ever get a director of football? No, I think it's a myth. I would love to know what our what our um, transfer team is made up. We have a head of transfers, supposedly. Yeah. Isn't, he, isn't, he, isn't, he isn't he like that weird banker oak? That's, that's just I don't of, think so. He does now all the, um, the no, but there was that guy that um, we appointed that does all the. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah, he's the negotiator. Yeah. Yeah. 
signs off that I don't mind a businessman negotiating. It's 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 the as a as a transfer guy. There's somebody who looks for talent. Uh, we the do actually have a, sets uh, the overall vision yeah. on things. Yeah. Seems like Ole is kind yeah. of double doing that role as well as being the manager. Well, that's why a lot of people say you know Ole would be perfectly suited to a director of football because he seems to know what to do in terms of squad movements. But then obviously it's always well, like he didn't get over. he didn't get uh, Erland. So yeah. I mean, how do you fly out and like present uh, this guy? This is our future. We want to be our future, and he's like, "Nah, it's fine. I'm just going to Dortmund." And yeah, well, we just we, we gave Bellingham we just gave Bellingham a tour of Old Trafford with Sir Alex Ferguson, and he rejected us. <laughs> so that, that one's a bit of a. <laughs> well, to be we fair, I'm sorry. I would, I would have lost it if we had dropped 15 million pounds on a 16 year old. Yeah, we I dropped mean, 10 million pounds on a 16 year old last season. Yeah, Medjury's doing well. He's also an attacking bit coming through here. There's also a difference. <laughs> no, but Hannibal is ripping it up. Like, he rocked yeah. up his one. And he's exactly, he's a, he's the exact replacement for, you know, the guy that we need to come on. He's just too young. So well, one assumes he's the reason that Gomez decided to jump ship. Because obviously, yeah, he, obviously I reckon probably. he probably feels that United value Medjury more that, over him anyway. That's my only thing. Hannibal's, Hannibal's been proving it, though. He's literally just like, he's ripping it apart. Like yeah, he's a creative player. He's exactly off. what we. And the, the nice longer that him well. and yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the longer that like any, oh, but imagine him, him and Chong r- 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 swapping hair products and everything. <laughs> but like, yeah, the longer one. he. Interesting what happens is Chung, uh, I want to assume he goes. He has he's to go cool, hey? Chung, Chung signed oh. a deal to for his, his money for his career. He knows he's not going to play. I think. I don't know. I don't know why. He, I, think, I don't know how I he United, need, United need to be clever here and just do the Chelsea thing and just send our players oh, on yeah, loan yeah. instead of selling them. I'm so bored yeah. of letting players get to the end of their contract and just selling them. Put them out on loan. See if they become something. Because then it's still not a financial burden on you. And, and, and mean, if they become but, something, then you earn from it or you play them. Somebody like Chong, which, which everybody says like doesn't hasn't, hasn't hasn't stepped up. You know, if 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 anybody actually watches the youth setup stuff, which a lot of people don't do, but if you watch the youth games, Chong is tearing it apart. He beats players yeah. easily. He's just, I mean him and Greenwood we uh, him, Greenwood, Gomez and um, Garner, those four were just tearing I mean that's why everybody started saying this is the class of ninety two with with Brandon Williams as well, you know, and Ethan Lear they like they were all really good youngsters and so far we've seen Greenwood and Williams. Gomez has left. We're not going to sure if we're going to see Garner, and, and lots of fans are calling for Chong to be sold, which I think is very premature. But no, we, we no, just I need to loan him. people. Yeah, we need to loan them. Chong, Chong had a, he started off his first few games United. He wasn't great, and then the last few that I saw him play, you actually mm-hmm. saw something there where you thought, okay, there, there is some ability there. We need to loan him out. We need to, you know, we don't want to lose him, but we, need, we should loan him out. He's twenty. He needs to be playing. Go to the championship. But now think about this, right? If you got if you got clubs like Juventus, PSG, and all them that want to come after these youngsters, why the fuck we let him go? Yeah. These are if these big clubs want them. You, you smack them down for a long-term contract, you tell them what they want to fucking hear, and you loan them out for a season or two, you say, go prove yourself, come back, and you can build the big boys. Yeah, I mean, Gomez, Gomez is leaving because apparently Barcelona and Chelsea want him. Now, somebody at Barcelona yeah, no, and Chelsea he's unemployed. Wants, you know, why, why, why wouldn't you say to him, okay, cool, we'll stay. I don't understand. I mean, remember when Welbeck went to loan Sunderland and, and what he did there, and suddenly yeah. he came back, and I mean, apart from the injuries, but he came back ready to pay for the Premier League. Why don't we send Garner, Chong, Gomez, to the championship even Lingard, Lingard Lingard benefited from loans yeah. he played pretty well in, in, in the championship but I also think we people... do loans badly I mean remember Yannis I to Dortmund and he didn't play but you see that's probably career. that's where I think we have a lack of a director of football because that's or that sort of guy would be the guy who's involved in the overall academy who knows who needs to get loaned out you know who needs but games that sort of thing that's exactly why we haven't been able to replace Fergie because Fergie did that Fergie did yeah. two roles at once and he was so good at both that you didn't actually question about it you didn't think oh we need a DOF 
Fergie did it just like whack. So he knew who the coaches were, what the players needed to develop on, and what they needed to to improve in that. Okay, this is my buddy. You can help him with that. Let's send the kid on loan there. And like he had it waxed. That's why it's oh we yeah need, we, we do like that. Yanazai going to Dortmund was probably one of the worst loans in our history. That killed his career. Yeah, it was that was even even Pereira's loans to the to the to the Liga didn't really help. He honestly. played though. He did play in La Liga. No, he played, and he played, and he played quite well. But I just think it's 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 the wrong type of team and the wrong type of league. You know, that's why yeah. I'm a big fan of the championship because I think the champions it's physical. You, so like for all the smaller players, you have to go there and you have to step up and you have to adapt. And it's good quality football. You know, I mean, go send Ghana to to Derby and tell Wayne right. Here's yeah. a here's our future. Come, make make sure that by the time he gets back to us, he's ready for United. Mm. Wayne will fuck him up. <laughs> Wayne will be like, the first thing you go, we put some muscle on you, we put some hair loss on you, and we're gonna make you lose your temper. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna feed him and take him to the golf course, and then we'll be fine. I think Ghana is the one that most fans are upset. We haven't seen enough of this year. I think we Ole in general has given most youngsters a decent chance this season. Maybe Gomez was the other one, but uh, but I think uh, Ghana is the one that we all wanted to see. And there were chances because our midfield was at one stage That's in January really opportunities to play him. It, it, at one stage, no, they weren't. Like, they weren't. Well, I mean, the, the, to be fair, there were times where Matt was playing badly and continue. I mean, Matt has been good now, but when, when Matt was playing badly, we would continue to play him instead of. Um, playing Ghana, and there were times where I thought it was a bit like um, the Pogba situation. I mean, yeah. everybody keeps saying, "Oh well, you know, we, we saw Pogba because you know it's the right thing to do." But I mean, Pogba, I mean, Fabio was playing in the midfield ahead of him. I mean, that guy could barely start a left back, and I was starting in the centre midfield ahead of Paul Pogba. You know, that's you can see why he left. So that's my only worry with Ghana is that you know people that are out of form will continue to play ahead of him. So you know, does he but then sort of feel that he can actually break in? But now you sit in there as a coach, right? And you sit in there with an experienced campaigner like Matic. Might be on a bit of bad form, but he's going to come right soon enough. You just got to let him work it through because he's a professional. He's done it for many, many seasons. We're going to take the risk on a youngster. Whereas you sit in sixth, seventh position, your ass is on the chopping block. Like you can't mm-hmm. run the risk too much. So that's why I, I think, I mean, I think Ole was under pressure there because we were losing yeah. games in that period. So he, it was difficult. But, but at the, the same, same time, period. fans wanted to see it. You know, I don't know. The biggest problem is if you're losing, I think as fans, when you lose and it's your best 11 and it's your people that you expect to perform, you know, you come down really hard. If, if, if Schultz for the next game says, right, well, I'm going to try Ghana and it doesn't work, I do think the fans um, respect, respect that. And they, they, yeah, and they do sort of mm-hmm. say, well, we lost, but you know, fair play, you, you gave him. I mean, old Ancelotti has been dishing out debuts at Everton at the moment. I mean, they had some 18 year old kid come on today that. Um, there's another one that attacking midfielder who's been like playing three times. He's suddenly decided, right, well, there's nothing left in this um, season. So I'm going to give all these kids a debut and make sure that they're here next season. So, yeah, but to be fair, they do have nothing to play for, whereas we, then we needed to we, play we to suddenly, get to where we are. We suddenly have something now. we now. fucking everywhere. <laughs> no, now we, now we have to. We got, we got shit to fucking play for. Yeah, we can't, we can't rotate much at all, to be fair. It's just, just for the legs, basically. That's it. No, we've, got, yeah, we've, got one, we've got one match where we can play our B team. And that's it. But who is that the Thursday one you think? Where's Sam? No, it's still no, risky. No, the Europa the Europa one against last when we've got a five mil advantage going oh, into the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Play <laughs> no, wait, rest everyone. Rest that's everyone. That's August. I think it's like the eighth or ninth of August. No, but exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. So your, yeah. your Premier League's finished by then and we already know okay what our future holds holds. Now we off the trophies with FA Cup. We're gonna give Chelsea a dick in and then get up the final with either Arsenal or with uh, City. And then we then we look at Champions League Europa, we can get another trophy. Because honest to God, our squad and the way we're playing at the moment, we should win it. Well, that's what I was saying in my preview. I was saying, 
at the beginning of the season when we started, well, if, if you looked at Europa, even before the break and before Bruno came, you would have thought, um, well, after the Champions League, you think, yeah, United's there, but there's Inter, you know, Sevilla's always going to be a good team. Roma's playing some good football. Wolves were playing better football, and that's the time. Whereas now, I think and everybody accepts. Uh, I don't actually know, because I, I mean, in the Premier League, always club tied. But do you know yeah. how many times, like, like in La Liga, all the loanies have been playing against their parent clubs? So I don't know. Oh, okay. Traditionally, no. But I'm not going to say definitely can't because, I mean, I've seen... I mean, when Real Madrid played against um, Mallorca, they, 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 and that youngster, that Takeshi Kobe, um, he played against Madrid. So I don't know what, what the story is. But Dean didn't play against us for Sheffield. So what assume he's... Yeah, I know, I know. English don't let that happen. No, same with Sanchez if we play Inter. But I would like to play against that. Um, I, I, I want to inter, uh, inter final. I want to play against Rom and Ashley Young. I would love it. I would absolutely love it to go and beat them like three plus. Yeah, but if, be if, if, we, if we lose to Inter, though, oh, we're going to hear it. But, yeah. I think uh, FA Cup's just as important. Yeah. Below 2-0 up there against Palace. Fighting. Serious. Yeah, so they're one point, I think, as things... And I actually, I'm not sure if they're ahead of Bournemouth or not. I don't even know. But, I mean, they're all... Oh, look at the log Anyway, well, chaps, thanks for the, thanks for the chat. Oh, they just I scored now. We, we, who scored, by the way? Let's just go over. Let's just check out the FPL. Chase a go. No, go on. Yeah, that's... that's it's his second. It's his second. He scored two. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right. Come on, Bournemouth. Uh, you can do it against Villa. I mean, against Leicester tonight. Yeah, let's, let's hope for a Bournemouth uh, win. And hopefully, when we have our next chat, we'll be sitting in the top four. So... As it stands, if it ends like this, Watford would uh, Villa would be four points behind Watford. And if Bournemouth wins tonight, but, then? But, yeah, then Bournemouth will go to uh, one point above Villa, which will put them three points behind Watford. The problem with it is that the Bournemouth has got such, such difficult fixtures, I don't see them doing it. Such, yeah. That's why tonight's even more important for them. Look, West Ham's also not yeah. so bad. But, yeah, they're playing... Uh, yeah. You know, the thing is, I think... I think as much as as much as I'd like to see different things change, I think the current bottom three are the, the relegation teams. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't see how those teams are going to take each other. I don't see how Bournemouth and uh, Villa are going to get out of that situation. There's no ways. They've got two difficult fixtures to play. Born- I think those are the Bournemouth's a bit of a sad one. It reminds me of Poch at Spurs. It seems like that project just went stale almost a bit. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's, it's a club of one bad season and then... God, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, where did, where did they finish last season? I mean, they, they, they weren't even really in the game again. I mean, they, was it last season there was a top. No, top Ryan top Fraser. Team. That was when Fraser had that great yeah. season, wasn't it? Last season. I think they were top team. They finished like Well, rest in peace, uh, Bournemouth. We'll see you guys soon. And so who's coming up? Anyhow, where does he go? Well, who's coming up? They're gonna have to just go shopping with these well, clubs that have been relegated. Definitely coming up, and West Brom. Leeds and West Brom are gonna come up. And, if, and then I don't know the third team. Well, Wayne's been trying Fulham to get Derby might. up. Yeah, Derby's have made a late surge to the playoffs. Yeah, they might just skate. So it all comes out of the playoffs. Because I think at the championship table, it's West Brom and Leeds right at the top. Uh, yes, at the moment, Leeds on 84, West Brom on 81, Brentford on 78. Hmm. It's Brentford. It's, a, it's, it's, it's the next four, as I say, and, and, and Derby are... Because that, that, that five... Ooh, Derby are three points off for, eh? for the playoff faces is really close. Because if you look at look at the, look at between tenth and fifth, well not tenth and fifth, but tenth and sixth, there's yeah. only three points between all five teams. Uh, no, <laughs> you know. Look at, Come on, the Derby. Look at uh, even Bristol as well. Yeah, also, and 12 Blackford. To Twelve to six is mm. four points. Four points, yeah. 
Right, well, I'm now longing to watch the championship. It's actually quite good football to watch, and it's actually been on Supersport lately, which has been quite lacquer. Uh, I'm sure you've been watching a lot on the DSTV now, eh, Four Dice? Uh, yeah, I've got both of them working at the moment. Now that the DSTV now, I worked out how to get it. So I've got my Sky account and DSTV now. I only pay for one. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. I was about to say, have you told your parents that they can't, they can't uh, cancel the subscription because you're using it? Basically, a couple of times. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you take it for granted. Supersports has got such good coverage. I mean, the fact that here you have to have Sky and BT, and I don't know BT, so if the game's on BT, then I can't watch it, which is Champions League and then the odd Premier League game. Well, you and, you and Garak are just doing it wrong. You know, why don't you guys get BT? Why don't you get Sky? And then you just create a schedule. Yeah, that's probably the thing to do. <laughs> well, the pubs are open. So can, oh, who knows? Watching Bruno, <laughs> watching Bruno clips, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, like a world chat. Let's 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 yeah, call thanks, it there. Um, but yeah, thanks for a good chat. We'll just do this again. It's been a long time coming, so lucky that we finally got got to go on and do here. And let's hope when we're chatting next, we'll be in the top four and celebrating. Aren't a nice... we? What? Aren't we going to wait for Jack to arrive or uh, too soon? Uh, <laughs> no, Jack, Jack. Jack. Jack was going to come in at two. But um, for those who don't know, Jack. Jack was the original start um, creator of the of the fan group that we are all part of, and Dictator. he has since been dethroned um, <laughs> due to absentia. Um, so, to Jack, when you when you watch this, if you can, if you're still watching the podcast, if you're still this uh, this invested, we appreciated your efforts, but um, yeah, chap, it's it's time for you to go. Cool. Thanks, Jack. Enjoy football, and um, <laughs> we'll 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 chat tomorrow before uh, what's hopefully another big win against uh, Saints. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, always, are we gonna have a? Is this gonna be a weekly thing or? Yeah, I reckon. I think we can. We can yeah, ask people to do. If, depends. If it's, we, we, whenever Four Dice is not at the pub, we can jump on. <laughs> That's very limited windows, eh? You got to get all of. <laughs> Maybe we should do it while you're in the pub. <gasps> yeah, we. I can do. I can do weekday ones as well. We can do one after the game tomorrow. It's a bit late. Nah, uh, uh, I'm in bed by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, the game's on at nine o'clock. Like, yeah. yeah. By eleven o'clock, Steve does. Steve, Steve, Steve's a student. He's 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 absolutely right. No, <laughs> no, no, oblig- no obligations. After after eleven o'clock, Gavin's Gavin's busy working on creating the next Mason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, it's just a pity that there's a couple of hundred thousand miles between myself and my wife. Well, come now, make plans, make plans. Modern day technology, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just three D print this. There we go. <laughs> oh, is that a protein we'll shaker there? What Pretty shape with water, though. Yeah, okay, just <laughs> game of dehydration. No dishes on weekends. We'll do, we'll, 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 do, we'll, do a, we'll do a weekday podcast and Paulus to take us through his fitness regime. Yeah, I'll need it, but I don't know if you guys will manage. Well, I'm I'm recovering from surgery, so that's my excuse. Okay, I'm I'm in rehab. <laughs> Like a chaps, we'll chat on the we'll I'm chat just on the lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool guys. Cool. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys.